Hi, welcome to The Extra Mile. I'm Eric Harley. It's that time of year when we start to wrap up the year and give thanks for all of our nation's truck drivers and all that you do for the economy and look back on this year and maybe look forward to 22 and see what's in store for the trucking industry and beyond. On today's podcast, we're going to talk to our friends from House, the House Hall of Fame. Have you heard about it? Go to houseproducts.com slash H-O-F to learn more. But Erica House is here, and also her brother Rob is here to announce the latest inductee to the House Hall of Fame. Also, our year-end visit with our friends at Mercer as they give thanks to all of their contractors and America's drivers and look forward to 2022. First up, it's our friends at House. In 2020, our friends at House celebrated 100 years in business. They also opened the doors to the House Hall of Fame, recognizing tremendous contributions to the trucking and agricultural industries by people, by locations and organizations. And man, what a ride it has been so far. And we are so proud to talk to our friends at House right now. In fact, Erica House is with us. Uh, She is a member of the fifth generation at family-owned house products and the vice president of business development. After having grown up around the business, she has now officially worked in varying areas of the company for over 10 years today. Among other things, Erica maintains the company's social media presence and national digital media campaign. She also writes and voices many of the company's radio commercials. Maybe you've heard them here. Born and raised in Rhode Island, Erica has studied marketing and advertising in Rhode Island, at Rhode Island School of Design and Business through Southern New Hampshire University. It's the Eric and Erica show. Erica, how are you? Hi, Eric. How are you doing? <laughs> doing great. Next to you is your brother, Rob House, and he joins us as well, the executive vice president and chief testing officer at House Products and a fifth-generation leader of House. Rob works closely on the development, business planning, and marketing of all uh, of the House products and and all of their efforts, tapping his experience in chemical engineering and his MBA in business. Rob is working to drive House products into the next evolution of the brand and its products. Rob, thank you so much for being here. Great to hear from you again. Uh, Thank you very much, Eric. It's great to be here. Great to be here. Let's talk about the House Hall of Fame. Uh, Get us started here, Rob. Um, How did all of this begin for those that don't know? Uh, yeah, so we started the Hall of Fame, for, well, for anybody that hasn't heard of it yet, uh, we started the Hall of Fame uh, two years ago now, and it is a platform that we've developed to recognize those in both the trucking and the farming industries who have had a great influence uh, on the impact or uh, impacts on them in positive ways. Uh, we wanted to create a place where we could highlight the people, places, and things to create the backbone of America's most important industries, really. Um the hall is a digital platform that lives on our website, houseproducts.com, and uh, it's safe for anyone, anywhere, to visit at any time, which is pretty neat, really. Uh, in it, you'll find some cool videos, information on our awesome inductees, as well as a bunch of fun other stuff about house. So our products uh, and the trucking and farming industries themselves. Yeah, uh, pretty uh, cool to, to to step inside it. In fact. Get us caught up, Erica, on this 360 panoramic experience there at the House Hall of Fame, the virtual experience here. Yeah, since um, since early last year when we opened, 
Um, we've actually already had a full renovation of the hall, which is one of the perks of having it live online. Um, so what that means is, is the hall itself is, is now a full experience. And it, as you mentioned, it's a 360-degree panoramic experience, which means you can look up, you can look down, you can look completely all around in any direction as if you're truly standing right there in the hall. So yeah. it's, it's wow. super immersive and interactive, and, and it allows you to explore all the things inside feeling as if you're, you're really there. Uh, pretty cool. And I'm, I, I read here there's more to come here in the next year or so. There is. It's top secret, though, Eric. <laughs> You're always looking to pull those secrets out of us. <laughs> you know, I thought I had an in. I thought we were friends. <laughs> but, but I know it's, it, it's so great because there's so much going on. And, in fact, we got something very exciting here in just a moment uh, that we're going to announce. But um, let's talk about the inductees so far this year, Rob. Um, uh, uh, first of all, Truckers Against Trafficking, what a great organization doing very important work. Uh, absolutely, Taz, amazing grassroots organization. Um, it partners with truckers to combat the horrific practices of human trafficking. Uh, my sister went and uh, took the the whole uh, certification there for, for Truckers Against Trafficking. Mm. Um, it, it's it's really disturbing the things that that are going on out there, and they do a great job to bring awareness to the public. Um, they've taken a true stand against the appalling practice and and are vigilant in their mission to really just educate, equip, and empower uh, and mobilize the members of the trucking, bus, and energy industries to uh, to combat human trafficking and to and to put a halt to it. I mean, it's it, it, it's a disturbing practice. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And and what a what an effort by this organization and and accomplishments. If you look at the numbers and, and everyone that is involved, as you mentioned, Erica uh, becoming certified and, and many, many others becoming certified and, and are part of this effort to uh, if they see something, they say something and 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 bring awareness about it uh, as, as well. Uh, what uh, a tremendous effort this is and, and, and shining some light on a very dark part of, of the world. What a great organization. So now here we are, Erica, another 2021 inductee. Tell us about it. Well, we are super excited to announce our first farm-focused induction into the Hall of Fame, and that is the Peterson Farm Brothers. Right on. Yeah, I've seen their videos. Uh, I'm yes. a, ac- actually, I'm a YouTube subscriber to their YouTube channel. They're all over social media, but yeah, they're they're great. And and tell us about this family and and what they do. Their mission statement. Yeah, the they are also a fifth generation family of farmers who really just work ceaselessly to help put food on our tables. Um, and really what makes them different from, from other farmers is their, their mission to spread information about what farming truly is, um, to dispel misconceptions about farming that people may have, uh, and to really just inform people about all that goes into farming and how we really get our food on our tables. And what they've done is they've found an extremely creative and captivating way to go about this, which, as you mentioned, is, is making videos. So their big thing is, is parody videos. Um, and they also do original songs, vlogs, and how-tos that yeah. all share their abundant knowledge about the farm and ag industry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did a tremendous 
uh, parody on Ghostbusters called Crop Dusters. you got to watch this video. <laughs> it's just great. I just love their work. And, and again, it's also educational as well. And fill us in, Erica, why uh, did, did House feel it that to be important uh, to include the farm and ag industry uh, in general? Why specifically is that important? Well, farming, much like trucking, is a severely underappreciated industry. Mm. And really often either one uh, comes to mind usually when, when there's a crisis. And even then, too often the attention that it attracts is, is crazy because it's still negative. So why aren't our shelves full? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. People yeah. don't necessarily stop to think about the work that goes into getting the food on our shelves and into our homes, which starts on the farm and continues right down the line through our nation's truckers. I mean, farming is what sustains us as a people. It's how we get our food. It's what the quality of our food is and, yeah, and yeah. on and on. And people may think of farming as, as light work or as strictly seasonal. You know, there's, there's any number of myths circling around it, and it's just not the case. Right. So for us, farming has long been an important part of our business. Um, farming, uh, farmers use expensive equipment that needs to be carefully cared for, and our diesel solutions have helped farmers as as they have for truckers for, for over a hundred years. So we're extremely grateful to the farming industry. Yeah. What a, what a gr- great and tremendous effort. Um, in fact, I want to tap into uh, Rob's knowledge here on some, maybe some winter uh, product tips for just a moment in just a moment, but uh, uh, tell us, Erica, what is next for House and the hall of fame? Uh, well, the Peterson brothers are actually our last induction for, for this calendar year. Okay. You know, with, with everything going on in the world, we, we really wanted to give both inductees, the Peterson brothers and truckers against trafficking, the proper time to be recognized and to have everyone have the chance to thoroughly learn about both of them and have the time to explore what each one is really about. However, we're, we're already really excited for what 2022 has in store. Um, Beyond the anticipation of discovering fantastic new nominees, which we would love to hear about from from the listeners, yeah. uh, who inspires them and, and who they think deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Like you mentioned earlier, we have more changes lined up for the Hall itself. So really, if you visit the Hall and think it's cool now, you have no idea how much cooler it's going to get. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, so houseproducts.com slash H-O-F for Hall of Fame. You can go straight to the page, and right there, you can nominate right there uh, at that page as well. So so get involved and check it out. Uh, spend some time there. Uh, and, Rob, um, uh, very quickly, uh, you know, here in Texas this morning, I think it's still like 65 degrees, but we got colder weather on the way. And just a reminder of what drivers deal with on a, you know, a regular basis, especially this time of year. The temperatures can change very quickly, and sometimes you're prepared, sometimes you're not as prepared and maybe sometimes that forecast will fail you. Um, but what should drivers know about winter driving season? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, as we approach the colder weather, you, you definitely want to treat with something like uh, diesel treat. Um, it, you know, it, it's going to prevent gelling in the, in the worst of cases, and, and you want to have that in there just in case. Um, as most people know, House Diesel Treat is the nation's best anti-gel, uh, guaranteed to protect your diesel even in the harshest of temperatures. Um, but there's always that potential that cold weather kind of swings out of nowhere. Um, you've seen it. We saw it last year. Um, it dips down, catches you off guard. That's why no matter what, you want to have an emergency product with you, um, even if it's just 
in your vehicle, in your garage, whatever it might be. Um, Diesel Lifeline is our new emergency uh, response product. And what it does is degels the fuel, even if you have gelled up already. Mm. Um, it has, there's no product like it out there on the market. It has absolutely no alcohol in it at all, which wow. is something that, uh, yeah, it, we are the first to create a product that has no alcohol in it. Um, and the benefit of that is that it won't harm your system in any way. Uh, you can actually just pour it straight into the fuel filter. And it's so still going to work. It's still going to work fairly quickly, right? It uh, works extremely quickly. Yes. Okay. Um, 15 minutes, generally speaking. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a very fun, basically by the time you pour it in your fuel filter, put the fuel filter back on and climb back in, you'll be pretty much good to go. Yeah. Great. Great. And, and, you know, uh, it, the temperatures, especially in the northern tier, and drivers know this, uh, can become uh, very dangerous in getting out of the out of the truck, and you're you're trying to work in the cold and everything else. But you need to be prepared and go to houseproducts.com for more. And again, uh, the new inductee, the brand new inductee to the House Hall of Fame, the Peterson Farm Brothers. Uh, it's Greg. It's Nathan. It's Kendall, and they produce. <laughs> A whole array of humorous and educational videos. These videos are shared via YouTube uh, channel and their social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And, you know, it's, it's a great combination of, uh, of parodies, original songs, blogs, how-tos. Um, and it, I find it informative, educational, um, and, and really great to share, by the way. These brothers have developed an immense following on their various social media outlets, and they have become a beacon of useful information for other members of the ag industry, an inspiration for those considering entering the industry, and a catalyst, I think, for changing the views of people who are unaware of how the industry works and the impact it has on our way of life. We can't thank farmers enough. Such a contribution to our way of life, the economy, and sustenance and everything, all of it, as we welcome one of the Peterson brothers right now. Greg joins us. Greg, how are you, sir? Doing well. How are you doing? Hey, doing great. Uh, first of all, huge fan. I've been watching your videos. I am a subscriber on YouTube, and I encourage everybody to get out there, subscribe, uh, click that like button, leave some comments, and have some fun with it. But Fill us in. How did this all begin with you and your brothers in terms of this entire effort? Well, in uh, 2012, I was a junior in college at Kansas State University, and I was majoring in ag communications. And we would talk in class just about the disconnect between the public and agriculture. And so I had the idea to to make a music video about farming uh, with my brothers. And uh, they weren't on board right away, but uh, we got it filmed and uh, put it out there, and it got 5 million views in a week. And, <laughs> and re- really, we had just made the video to, to educate our friends, uh, you know, to, to show them what, what our farm was like. Yeah. Um, but, but what ended up happening was, yeah, it just reached a whole lot more people, and it just really blew us away. And it's, it's continued to blow us away as the years have gone by. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's just excellent watching it but there's there are different types of content that you guys produce i mean there's some instructional stuff there uh some how-tos and and some fun so where do you guys get the ideas for your content well i think a lot of the ideas come from 
you know, as we farm, um, you, you just get hit with a lot of ideas of, oh, hey, this would be good to put in a video or, or, or you know, a lot of times we're filming our, our how-to videos or our, our day in the life videos and um, that footage gets used in the music video. So it, it's all integrated and it, it all kind of works together and, and the three of us brothers work together as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So what are some of the misconceptions about farming that, that you and your brothers are trying to correct here? Well, I think one of the misconceptions is that, um, you know, it, it, like the, far, the farmers of old, of, of the 1920s, and 1930s, you know, farming has gotten uh, so much more technologically advanced and, and we utilize a lot more tools. Um, not, not that the, the farmers of old weren't um, really skilled and knowledgeable, but uh, farming has changed a lot in the last 50, 100 years. Yeah. And uh, we like to showcase that in our videos. And we also like to talk a little bit in our videos about, um, you know, farmers aren't out there trying to, to, cre- to raise uh, bad products or, or products that are, that are not um, of the highest quality. We're, we're eating the same food from the grocery store as, as families are, and, and we want to take care of our animals. We want to take care of our land. We want to be good stewards. Um, it wouldn't make sense for us not to be. So. Yeah, right. And so uh, obviously communicating with people who aren't part of the ag industry uh, is clear. That's the effort uh, on social media, and I think it's a tremendous effort and always a worthwhile cause. In terms of those that are in the farming communica- uh, uh, community, how do you communicate with those other farmers? Well, I think a big part of what we do is to um, inspire um, other people to, like you said earlier, to, to be involved in agriculture. To, you know, we, a lot of kids watch our videos, so so we we definitely take that seriously. We want to be good role models for for kids and to encourage them to be in agriculture, but then for other farmers, just to encourage them through the tough times and, and uh, also give them another farm to, to, to learn about and compare to theirs. And, and hopefully we can, we can um, all improve our farms through watching other uh, online channels. Yeah. Do you have any, sh- any, any stories you can share with us on uh, an impact that you have made on another farmer or, or, you know, the, someone giving you some kind of feedback saying, Oh my gosh, I watched this video. I learned so much. I was inspired. Anything you can share with us? Well, I think um, a lot of times people will share with us how just the differences of a farm in Kansas from where they live uh, have just really opened up their eyes to to just how, um, you know, diverse agriculture is. It's, it's different in every state. It's different across the world. And uh, I think it really just opens your eyes to the beauty of the industry that you work in. And, and we've had a lot of farmers kind of react that way to our videos and send us messages of, of just what that that's what they appreciated. So. Yeah. Wow. You know, I think of the story there, there are so many great stories in trucking and in farming and, and, and the Peterson brothers are, are a part, I believe of this long line of stories of, you know, the history of our nation, the, the backbone, both trucking and, and farming, I, I think share that and being the backbone of our country, uh, the the foundation of our country. I think of people like Richard Ranke. People, if if you know Ranke trailers, uh, may not know that he was part of the ag industry and was a self taught engineer and was a, in fact, a big driver in in terms of irrigation for farming, and was a guy who would work out in his barn and come up with new designs for irrigation and sell it to local farmers. And you know, next thing you know. He also had a hand in, in designing 
equipment and trucking and everything else. And, and so there are so many contributions along the way. Um, it, it is just so great to see our friends at Howes acknowledge these contributions because I really believe, Greg, that, um, and I was just talking to a content provider, a content creator, as they call them, of YouTube uh, just yesterday and, and, and sharing some stories back and forth. It is going to be a very uh, crucial part, I think, of society, but especially for industries like yours and in inspiring the, those next generations or maybe current generations and giving them new ideas or just maybe just giving them a smile for the day to say, hey, you're doing a great job. We recognize that you're out there. We know the importance of it. And so what does it mean now for you and your brothers, your operation, Peterson Farm Brothers, being inducted into the House Hall of Fame? How does that feel? Oh, I think anytime uh, we've been recognized for, for our videos or, or um, you know, some of the things that have, that have happened over the last nine years, we just feel incredibly honored and, and thankful that the, the, you know, ag industry can partner with us to, to uh, help share our videos and spread our videos and spread that message. And, and uh, we were just, we were basically just college kids and high school kids when we got started and, and we've pretty much been overwhelmed and, and uh, blown away just by um, how much people appreciate our videos. And so um, we're definitely very thankful to house and, and, and feel very honored. You know, it's a, I think it's a great reminder, whether you're in the ag industry or not, uh, check them out. And uh, you can go to, in fact, you can go to petersonfarmbrothers.com. That's their website. But also on Facebook, as we mentioned, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. Go check out everything that they're doing because it's it's great, it's entertaining, it's informative, and it's a reminder of how important uh, farming is. And, you know, when when we were talking about doing this interview, uh, I was like, well, um, if Greg is going to be on with us, we're going to have to do it before sunup because he's the farmer. And if the sun is up, he's up and he's working. So we're grateful that you took some time out of your busy day there, Greg, and, and spent some time with us and uh, and sharing your reaction to being inducted into the House Hall of Fame. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it. Thank you. And I'll tell you, uh, Rob and Erica, again, another great story, and kudos to you folks at House. I know that from experience and knowing you and knowing about the House operation and knowing from formulation and everything that's going on to the House Hall of Fame, it's a very thoughtful approach. You take it very seriously, and it shows. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much, Eric. It's always fun to talk with my friends at Mercer Transportation, and I, I do mean friends. Brian Helton, he has been on with us before, and he joins us right now from Mercer. Brian, how are you, man? Man, I am great. It is good to talk to you again. You know, um, it's it, it's always great. I, just the other day around the office, we were talking. I was like, uh, Mercer came up, and I said, Hey, call Brian and them, and, and let's have them on. And 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 them, the the and them in this case would be Anthony Starks, director of recruiting over at Mercer. Anthony, how are you? I am doing great. It's good to talk to you again. Uh, it is great to have you guys on, and I, I love it because, um, and I do mean this, I really love the way that that Mercer conducts business. And uh, anybody in trucking knows that that business isn't always you know, perfect. It isn't always uh, as robust as we want it to be. And we are, you know, of course, right now, there's so much going on that uh, to talk about. But let's talk about, uh, Brian, first of all, winter freight. Uh, you folks at Mercer 
haven't slowed down. What is it that is unique to uh, your locale there uh, in Louisville? Uh, and and what is the job? What is part of the uh, job there at Mercer? How are you guys helping out the supply chain? Well, you know, of course, everybody needs help in the supply chain right now. But uh, we're very fortunate in that we're in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, we're in a city that has uh, some main traffic uh, hubs for UPS and FedEx Ground, which have both been very good companies uh, for us. They like to um, outsource this time of year. You know, with the holidays coming up, there's a lot of peak season uh, shipments to be made, make sure everybody gets Christmas on time. Yeah. And um, we're really happy to have a lot of our drivers come in this time of year and just go to work helping those uh, those carriers out um, because we know a lot of people in the country are counting on those products. And, uh, you know, it's good to have partners in business this time of year. Flatbed freight isn't normally booming in the winter, so it's a really good supplement when guys can just come in and maybe, maybe – uh, pick up some extra freight if, if they've had some slow spots. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this year, everybody's, everybody seems to have freight, um, mm. all of the customers. So it's, uh, it's, it's always a blessing that we have so much freight, but a curse that uh, we have to try so hard to take care of so many customers yeah. um, sure. when there's just so many fewer drivers out there this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, you mentioned something, you touched on something with, with flatbed, and that's something that a lot of us who aren't involved every single day on the road uh, tend to forget that, you know, this time of year can can be a slowdown for the flatbed division. And, and those folks, you know, work for a living. That's that's a that's a tough gig. Uh, but to know that uh, there's lots of freight out there to haul, uh, it is it is really great. And, you know, um, I thought of you and, and the whole – crew there at Mercer, Brian, the other day, as we get closer to, to Thanksgiving, um, the open door approach there at Mercer and the relationship with the contractors and, and drivers there, I think is, is amazing to witness. And I've been able to do that over the years, hear the stories and also uh, up close and personal there um, surrounding uh, an event uh, around the Mid-America show one year. Tell us about Thanksgiving and and what Mercer does around Thanksgiving. Well, we, uh, as previously said, we've got a lot of guys that work out of Louisville um, and the surrounding areas this time of year during the peak season. And um, we also understand that a lot of these guys are missing out on home time and Thanksgiving dinner and time with families. Um, when so many of us um, that are not truck drivers are, you know, looking to take time off around the holidays and spend yeah. more time, these guys go to work even even harder for us. And, and that's really touching, and we're very appreciative of that. So we make sure that uh, each year we have a Thanksgiving dinner here at Mercer. Um, anybody that's an employee, uh, a driver is welcome to come and and, you know, we, we sit down, we say grace together, uh, we have Thanksgiving together and fellowship, and um, just try to say thanks. You know, these 
these guys are sacrificing an awful lot to be hanging out with us in Louisville hauling freight. Yeah. And uh, we just try to find some way to just, you know, nothing we do could ever be enough. Thanks. But uh, hopefully it's, it's a token of our gratitude that we get to break bread and, and just share a meal with our contractors. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it seems, you know, I know as a society, we want to kind of move on uh, uh, from the mode that we have been in for the last, uh, well, the better part of two years, but um, over, well over 18 months now. And, and, and certainly the economy is showing signs that it would like to move on. But for me, uh, it, it, it hit me the other day um, as I start to look at the calendar and start to look at, you know, Thanksgiving and the holidays and and the time of year when we stop and and look back and reflect. And I really have a greater appreciation, more so than I, I think I've ever had uh, for America's drivers. And it's not just from the pandemic, but it's everything that we had to deal with from the pandemic and now supply chain and and families dealing with this or that, and it's they are going to work as always. You know these these drivers, they want to get out there. They they want to haul this freight, and so being able to stop and and say thank you, uh, and give thanks for them, uh, is just an amazing move there at Mercer. I know uh, the kudos are being sent out from all the drivers out there uh, for you guys. Um, let's talk, Anthony, about something that Brian just touched on a moment ago. And, and that is, you know, um, what you talk to drivers about as director of recruiting, what do you, what are the, the conversations you're hearing right now as, as we look at winding down 2021 and heading into 22 and beyond, what are the, what are those conversations? What, what's the feedback you hear from those drivers and what's the message Mercer wants to send to those drivers. Right. Um, right now, the biggest thing with the drivers that come in and that I talk to, they're looking for, and I know it sounds cliche, but they're looking for a home. Um, a lot of companies, because of the pandemic and what's happened over the last 18 months, have either shut down or they've just did 360s as far as what their companies were based on. Um, the one thing positive about Mercer is that next year will be our 45th uh, anniversary. And so that's saying something in the trucking industry, first and foremost. And so when we're talking to a driver and we're letting them know that we still, when I say 45 years, I mean, we have employees that have been here for 45 years. Uh, it's a huge foundation. Uh, we did a, we did an overall check of all the employees that we have in Mercer. And I was surprised and amazed to see how many have been here. The longevity is huge. Uh, the same goes for our drivers. We have a ton of contractors who have been here for 15, 20, 30 years plus and everything. So all those things go into factor when you're talking to a driver who is specifically looking for a home. Yeah. Um, you add that into the equation as far as right now with rates, there's loads everywhere. Obviously, there's loads everywhere. But as Brian was saying earlier, with the fact that we have the UPS runs and the FedEx runs, we have an abundance of freight, too, that, that's not getting ran right now, meaning that our drivers aren't able to pick those loads up because we're still looking for drivers to do those things. Yeah. So we feel every week we have a ton of drivers who are coming in for orientation, a ton of quality guys, and we still need more, even with that being said, because we have so much freight right now that we have to get to. So. Sure, sure. And, and you know, uh, the Mercer names have been around for so long, Anthony, as, uh, as you know. 
And uh, but when you say other names like like UPS and and FedEx, those those are not small names. So being able to uh, partner with those those companies, and I, I I know because I I I know the relationship that that Mercer has with all of their customers. The, 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 each one of them are just as important. But I think it is. I think it's notable uh, to look at some of the biggest brands in the world that know they can rely on Mercer. That says something, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it goes a long way. It's one of the first questions. And when we talk to drivers that we hear from them is that who all are you doing business with? You know, what, what company is it actually, where is the freight at? And when you mention heavyweights like UPS and FedEx, it goes a long way. Mm. When you say you have that standing relationship that's been for over years now, it's just the eyes kind of light up when they see those things. So it's opportunities right now is the perfect time to come to Mercer because we have those, those lanes available. And then, like I said, just the overall freight in general, uh, you, you're going to, if you come to Mercer, you're going to be busy and you're going to make a lot of money right now. Right now is the best time to come lease on with us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, just always great to talk to you, Brian, if you want to share something, uh, whether it's a contractor or a driver there at, at Mercer or any driver that's out there on the road, um, take some time here and, and share that message. What would you say? You know, I think here um, it's very important to us to not just show appreciation for the guys that are leased on with us. Um, we love our permanent contractors um, but we also have a lot of carriers out there that haul freight for our brokerage division that, that aren't Mercer contractors. And um, we appreciate those guys for what they do, helping us serve our customers. But I think even more than that is it's, it's about America. Um, and and I, hate to, I hate to sound, you know, kind of cliche, but um, this is a great country. And it takes all of these guys and and gals out there on the road in these trucks to get things to us. Yeah, um, we can we can fly stuff in. We can have all of those ships backed up out in the ocean waiting to get unloaded. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how much of that stuff is out there if we don't have truck drivers, men and women out there sacrificing time. Um, to move that freight, um, we never get it. Um, so for me, it's a lot more than just saying thanks to the guys that are here. Um, truck Being in trucking really opens up your eyes um, to how much all of these men and women, whether they're at Mercer or not, I don't, if you're at our biggest competitor, thank you, because um, we can't move all of this alone and our country needs us. And it needs all of us, and we're in this together. Yeah. And uh, so, even, mm. even if you're out there allegedly trucking against us, <laughs> we <laughs> we still love you, man. We we know what the country needs. Yeah. And and it's more truck drivers out there on the road helping us get the goods that we need. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, I want to I'm going to give you the same opportunity here. If you're talking to a driver out there uh, who uh, whether uh, there with Mercer or not, um, whether they're new or they've been out there on the road for 10, 20, 30 years or longer, what would you say? I would say uh, piggyback kind of what Brian was saying. Um, without the drivers, 
uh, we don't have a job. Uh, this this country cannot run correctly without the drivers. So we realize the importance of who they are and the responsibility that they have. So we take that in full consideration when we're talking to these drivers. Um, we want them here. We know what kind of company that we have. Uh, we're looking for owner-operators because we know that if we can get them here, quality owner-operators, we know we can take care of them. So yeah. anytime I get the opportunity to see a driver, I thank them for the job that they do, for the services and everything. We understand how hard it is right now for them to do these things, and um, we just really appreciate them because without the drivers, Brian and I would not have a job. So, um, so I extend that to my family as well. We definitely appreciate what the drivers do. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, you guys hit it right there. It, it When the world gets crazier, it's uh, I often tell friends who aren't part of the trucking industry and don't have experience with it, that truckers and what they do will make sense of it all. As as we as as sometimes it, it seems like everything is getting crazy when you look at the foundation, when you look at how a society runs and and what it requires and the people who are out there doing it it's it's just amazing to watch and i know that these supply chain issues are going to be ironed out but it's i think a reminder and maybe just an example of imagine what it would be like if we didn't have the trucks uh the ships as you mentioned brian the ships can get it to the port if we didn't have the trucks it would just be chaos. It would just yeah. be uh, an economic hit that we have never, ever seen. So we, I think, are rightful to be thankful this time of year for our truck drivers. If they want to learn more, uh, where can they go? What's the website, Brian? Uh, check us out at mercertown.com. Uh, there's good information on there. If you're interested in joining us, you can do that on there as well. And uh, if I could just add one more thing, the most important thing that I forgot to say earlier. And, sure. And that was, man, guys, be safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need you guys to all get home safe these holidays. Yeah. Um, so be safe out there. Yeah. You know, it's a, a, a great, great thought. Um, it is. There's nothing that comes above that. It is. It is about getting home, and 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 that's it. Um, we we definitely cherish the time that we get with our friends at Mercer, and and glad you could both be on with us today. We're thankful to have a great long term partnership with Mercer, and I I can just say this from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I know that they are very thoughtful in their approach um, when they do business, and they listen um, uh, for with their contractors. And as you mentioned, uh, you know, through the brokerage division, uh, there are great partnerships and, and, and that culture runs throughout. Uh, that's been my experience. And you don't have to ask me. You don't have to listen to a word I say. Talk to the drivers that have been associated with Mercer for decades and they'll tell you the same story. Uh, great talking to you. Brian, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas and happy holidays and a very prosperous and great 2022 for you, sir. Thank you so much. You too, Eric. And Anthony, thank you so much for being on with us, my friend. Great to talk to you again. A very happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and and happy and prosperous New Year for all of you, at, you, you and your family and your extended family there at Mercer, sir. 
Thank you, sir. To you and yours as well. Appreciate it. We appreciate it, guys. And we will talk to you again soon. Yep. See you in March.